If you're standing on a threshold, if you feel a yearning to tap into your greatest potential, but you're caught in that fuzzy in-between space of the now and not yet, don't despair. You're being invited to pivot with greater purpose. You're on the thrilling edge of becoming. You are being called to unleash your soul song. I'm Becky Fleischer, and I believe we're all born with a gift that's uniquely ours, our very own soul song. And I discovered on my own journey that when we unleash it into the world, man, does it make life sing. You might express it through writing, science, cooking, nursing, teaching, or some other endeavor. The song is different for each of us, and its expression can change throughout your life. But it can only sing when you're in tune with your truest self. I know you're trying to get things in focus, that you're looking for encouragement and practical tools to illuminate your own personal journey. And that's what you're going to get here. I'm excited to travel this road with you. Let's get going. Welcome back to Unleash Your Soul Song. I'm Becky Fleischer, your host. It is so good to be back with all of you. It seems like such a distant memory at this point, but I do hope that you had a wonderful holiday season and that you really got to take a break and had some really joyful time because 2021, man, it came in swinging, swinging hard. I really feel the heaviness of this collective trauma that we here in America are all going through. We have been given so much to see, so much to process, so much to think about, so much to rethink about, a lot to learn and unlearn, a lot to feel. A lot has happened in the past 12 months. On top of all of this, it's a new year. And usually this is the time when we would spend time really refreshing and renewing and getting some fresh energy coming in. And I don't know about you, but it's it's feeling a little heavy. It's not as light as I usually feel in the new year. Usually over winter break, I spend a considerable amount of time coming up with my plans for the new year. I think you guys all know if you've listened, I am a planner. I'm a project manager. So I like to use that break to really come up with my plans for the coming year. And I don't think I'm alone in that. Generally, when we around the corner into a new year, this is what we hear a lot of. Come up with your best year ever. Come up with your goals for the year and then break them down into bite-sized action plans. And if you don't come up with those plans, it's like you're going to throw your whole year away. There's so much pressure around this turning of the calendar page for really setting things up and really getting things going. And every podcast I'm listening to, every Instagram post that I've seen or personal development article they're just banging this constant drum about making plans, pushing through, writing your new story, do more, plan more, execute more, 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 more. And oh my gosh, you guys, maybe I'm alone in this, but I'm freaking exhausted already. And it's literally the first month of the year. It's January and I'm already tired of 2021. I have so much coming up through my heart these days that I'm finding my brain really kind of unable to keep up, to sort through fast enough, to organize what I'm feeling and what I'm reading and what I'm seeing and what I'm hearing and kind of putting it to any kind of order or putting it to any kind of use. I'm having trouble coming up with the plan. 
And part of what I've had trouble with and part of the reason why you're getting this episode so late in January is I have had a hard time coming up with the plan for where this show should go, for what conversations I wanted to have and what topics I want to explore that will really help us continue to dig in and dig out so that we can really unleash our soul songs. This little thing called resistance has been holding me at bay from getting new episodes out because my initial plan for how to kick off this calendar year, it kind of fell apart. As you might remember from the end of last year, I launched the Silver Linings Project asking you to share the silver linings you saw in 2020. And I am so, 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 so grateful that you did. I am so full of appreciation to everyone who participated, and I cannot wait for you to hear these reflections on today's episode. They are so sincere. They're so meaningful. They're just so beautiful. I have to say, I've edited them already and gotten them ready for the tail end of this episode. And when I was listening back to them, it really brought a tear to my eye to think, Oh my gosh, look at all the beauty that actually did come out of 2020. That really did come out of that really, really hard year. And it kind of galvanized me and it and it got me pushing to say, I can't hold on to these. I, I feel bad that I've sat on them for as long as I have because they're they're so good. And I apologize it has taken me this long into January to get them out into the world where they belong. I just got so hung up on my plan for this episode that when it fell apart, I couldn't see a different way forward, which is 1,000% ironic given everything we talk about on this podcast, and especially ironic given the topic of one of my very first episodes, Oh Shift, What's Happening? In that episode, I shared a story about how I had things planned, right? I had like this great plan for my music. And I kept fighting for my plan, even as things around me kept shifting. And I had to learn that it was only in releasing that plan and going with the whispers from my soul that I found my path. So as we moved into 2021 and found that it just might actually be serving up one of the biggest and most painful hangovers we've ever had, I felt the need to say that maybe for 2021, This isn't the year for more plans. Maybe it's the year to clarify our path. Path over plan. Now, this isn't to say that you never need a plan. They are detailed ways to get things done, to keep teams on track. For sure, they're important. But in the powerful words of Peter Drucker, I invite you to think about it like this. Management is doing things right. Leadership is doing the right thing. Let me say that again because I really want you to hear the nuance. Management is doing things right. Leadership is doing the right thing. Sometimes there are things in your life you have to manage. And sometimes there are seasons in our life where all we can do is manage. You just have to do the things you've been given to do. You just have to do them right. And for that, a plan is the ticket, for sure. But living your life, honoring the call of your soul so that you can embody and bring to this earth those gifts that only you can bring, 
That takes your leadership so that you do the right thing. That's being on the path. When you have your management hat on, your aim is to produce acceptable or even excellent results within existing constraints and conditions. And what this means is that you don't have the means or the ability to change things right now. And sometimes we do find ourselves in those positions. So managing things to get the very best outcomes is important. It's important to do in those situations. But when you have your leadership hat on, you're assuming the power position to change the constraints and conditions. In our jobs, our roles are typically defined. You're either in management or you're in leadership. But in our life, I don't think we really think about those two roles so much, especially as we get older and our life feels more set in where we're living and what we're doing and how our family operates and what we do day to day. We get busy, very, very, very busy just managing life. And again, there are times when that's all we have the capacity to do. You can't control what life always throws at you. And sometimes you have to just manage through. But I do think the silver lining from 2020 is that we were all given a huge gift of time, a lot of downtime, in fact. And I think that silver line is going to continue to shine in 2021. I just don't see us picking back up to this frenetic pace as quickly as maybe some of us would like to. I think we're still in it for a little bit longer. So there's time here to take that management hat off and put on the leadership hat for your life. All these thoughts were kind of going through my head and this is where I was landing as I came into this year and my plans for this show just wouldn't click in place. I realized that this was a leadership year for me and I needed to put path over plans. Now, for me, what helped me finally get my feet on the ground was my song Shift from that episode, Oh Shift, What's Happening? As I was thinking about how to get going again with the podcast, what to do about this episode, I just sat and I listened to that song over and over and over again. And I had to laugh at my own foibles, my very human need to keep learning the lesson over and over and over. When I heard the words of that song, there doesn't have to be a plan, I was reminded those words were given to me as a gift. If you listen to that episode, you know that that song came to me almost completely whole. And I do believe those words were given to me as a gift and as a lesson to the project manager, to the always planner, to someone who was so good at managing her life, but perhaps maybe not great at leading it. It helped me let go of my plan once again and pull back and look at the path. So my plan for this episode was to share with you, along with the Silver Lining Reflections, a song that I co-wrote with my dear friend, Jocelyn. She's also a former bandmate. And it was so beautifully aligned with this episode because the song is titled Silver Line. And truly, having the time to write this song with her was one of my silver linings from 2020. If you've been following this podcast from the start, you'll remember the episode when I talk about the hard changes that can be required of us to make space for our dreams and how it often requires us to give up something 
something that was even beautiful and dreamlike and absolutely perfect for a period of time in your life so that you can move forward. And for me, that was leaving one band that was like family to me to join another. In that space and time when I made that decision, I worried that my choices had done irreparable damage to the relationships I had formed with those bandmates I was leaving, Jocelyn being one of them. I feared they would never talk to me again, let alone ever make music with me again. But love prevailed, and in 2020, I had the opportunity to collaborate with each of those band members on different projects. And those were all such bright, shining silver linings for me in such a dark year. So this song that I was writing with Jocelyn, Silver Lines, was one of those collaborations, and I I desperately wanted to have her on the show to talk about our experience, how we navigated through those tough waters, how we came out on the other side to write and record this song together, but it all kind of fell apart. Our timeline for recording the song got significantly delayed, and it got delayed because at the end of last year, I got really, really busy with some work projects in the studio, which honestly, is a topic for a whole different episode. Truly, truly a story about staying in tune with that little whisper from your soul and trusting that things will fall in place and business will come if you just keep going. That definitely happened to me at the end of last year. It was amazing. So it was for good reasons and happy reasons that we got delayed, but it did ruin the plan for this episode. Or so I thought. As it turns out, when I finally got myself quiet enough, when I finally got out of manager mode and dropped the need for this plan for this episode and turned back to the path that I've charted for this show, the clarity snapped in place. And all of a sudden, not only could I see what I needed to do with this episode, but I could really start to see what I needed to do for the season of Unleash Your Soul Song as well. So what I wanted to share with you guys today is that this works every single time. Every time in my life when I've been stuck, when my precious plans stopped working, getting quiet, turning inward, and listening deeply, deeply to my inner wisdom has never failed to get me back on the path. And I believe it will never fail you either. So as we head into this year where things might be feeling heavy, where they still might be feeling very unclear, kind of murky, give yourself permission to drop the plans. Drop any obligation that you might feel to even creating plans. Just live into your path. Live into your inner wisdom. And if you're having trouble really sinking into that and getting deep with that, if you're feeling kind of caught up in the storm of everything around us, I hope that this season of Unleash Your Soul Song will help you. It'll help you tune in. It'll help you tap in. It'll help you dig in so that you can focus on your path. Your path can look however you want it to look. And your path can take as many turns as it needs to take. That's the beauty of a path. It may go down into a valley. It may go up on top of a mountain. It may go around a stream. It's going to have different contours. Exactly what it looks like, 
You don't have to know that right now. You just have to know you're on the path. So that brings me back to today's episode, prioritizing path over plans for 2021. I am back on the path, soul seekers. I am fired up for this season of Unleash Your Soul Song, where the driving theme will be listening deeply to your inner wisdom and living in tune with it. Because when you are feeling aligned with your inner wisdom and you're living that in the world, life just starts to flow. It really does. I am working on episodes for you about information overload and how we can manage it so that it doesn't drown out our inner wisdom whispers. A different episode on how to include and transcend all of the very hard and painful things that are happening in our world right now. Not to deny them. How do we incorporate them? How do we learn the lessons from them that we need to learn so that we can move forward, upward, and onward and not repeating and not getting stuck in this what seems like never-ending vortex cycle of this side says, but you did this, and the other side says, but then you did that, and these people are bad, and those people are bad, and how does that stop? It stops with us. So we're going to talk about that a little bit. And we'll be taking a really deep dive into the powerful practice of contemplation. And I'm even looking to create a few experiences that you can engage in that will really help you get clarity and get in tune with your own inner wisdom. Because I have actually had some great conversations over this break with people who are trying to distill down into that inner wisdom. And it's hard. It's hard because of the information overload. It's hard because of all of the very pressing things that are happening in our world right now. We need some tools to ground us, to center us, to get us deep in there, to really hear our inner wisdom and to be able to trust that that is a solid place from which we should move forward. So I'm working on all of that. I'm very excited to be bringing it to you this year. Those are the contours of the show's path this year. How they each look specifically, I'm not totally sure right now. And there's a part of me that sits here kind of freaking out about that, you know, that project manager part of me. (laughs) It's kind of freaking out. But the leadership hat is on, and I feel good about this path. This feels like the right path for this show this year. And I'm going to sit with faith that the plan will continue to reveal itself as I continue to walk down the path which is the message that I have been believing and living for the last several years. But somehow at the turn of this year, I I just got lost. So as I wrap up this episode, I'm kind of feeling like Dorothy in The Wizard of Oz, realizing that I had what I needed all along to do this show. I had the silver lining reflections that you shared with me These reflections that required you to get still, to really listen to your inner wisdom, because it's that inner wisdom that shows us the powerful and positive moments that came out of such a hard year. Only you could have found those, not other people. They couldn't find them for you. You had to dig deep and get them. That lesson on inner wisdom has been sitting there for me to unearth all along. 
And I just had to get quiet and get focused on what I had for this show to be able to move forward. And you know what else I've had for many weeks now? The instrumental version of my song with my friend Jocelyn, Silver Line. I've had the instrumental version of that. So even though we don't have the vocals tracked, which we're working on right now, you can still enjoy the song today in this episode. So I'm going to play the instrumental version of Silver Lines underneath your Silver Lining Reflections that you've shared with me. I hope that you enjoy hearing the voices of your fellow soul seekers, that their silver linings remind you of those that you experienced in 2020, and that they do something for you that they did for me. It lifted me up. It gave me hope for 2021, that even though this year has started hard and rocky, that we can still have these moments, these moments of joy and happiness and gratitude, and we can still get good things out of bad situations. So I hope that as you listen, you're as uplifted as I was hearing them. Thank you again to everyone who participated, who shared your experiences of last year with all of us. I hope that this serves as an invitation to all of us to sink into our own inner wisdom and to really prioritize our path over any kind of plans for 2021. Thank you so much for being here with me today. And now I very, very happily yield the microphone to your fellow soul seekers. Enjoy. The silver linings that I have discovered over the course of the last nine months in this global pandemic, I have rediscovered my love of cooking and how much I enjoy providing that to my family. Having a lot of time at home with our teens, we're usually in a million different directions. It has been more than blissful to discover that they still have those belly laughs and having those moments as a family has just been amazing. And I am so grateful for that time and hearing those laughs. Gratitude from March and April. My husband, Rich, did all of the food shopping, which prevented me from having to experience that anxiety of going into a store and seeing the bare shelves, which I really appreciated, and also not having to stand in lines, which enabled me to stay a little more even keeled. In addition, I felt so grateful to be living in northern Westchester and to be able to take nice walks where there was a lot of trees, were a lot of trees and could get to areas to take hikes without having to drive too far. That really calmed me. In addition, I learned a lot about practicing self-love and compassion. First time I've been in a pandemic and it was really great to get the message that self-care not only of myself, but to do it first for myself and then to practice love and kindness towards family and my friends even more than normal and strangers. I was leading a yoga retreat in Costa Rica when the flights to the United States began to shut down and so I had to call the retreat short and it was so sad to say goodbye to friends from all over the world who had gathered there. And by the time I got back to my home in Hawaii, my son was also flying in from California leaving college temporarily to be home during the uncertain times at the beginning. And as it turns out, he ended up staying at home for three 
or so months as many college age kids did. And during that time, we had some of the most profound conversations and times of shared activities, surfing and hiking together. And it was just a space of time and connection that otherwise I never would have gotten with him because he would have been deep immersed in college life. Something I will always be grateful for. I think also um, intentional and meaningful gatherings or conversations with people, whether that's virtually or having coffee with a friend outside or taking a walk with a friend, socially distanced, of course, but having those really planned times with each other that we might not have had before because we were off in a million different directions working or whatever the situation. And I think just that thoughtful outreach to people that you don't get to interact with, but you know are also home and going through similar situations. 2020 has allowed me a wonderful opportunity to attend Zoom conferences, one of which for me was life-changing, that I never could have attended in person because of my disabilities. I hope that this new item that we've experienced in 2020 will continue into the future. May and June, I remember noticing the daffodils for the first time, really noticing the different varieties and how they were different colors and how beautiful they were watching the flowers blooming. And in addition, really being appreciative of my younger son, Calvin's friends who came over and gave him a socially distanced birthday party. I have a picture of them all out on the lawn, six feet apart, just hanging out. Before the pandemic, I was very, very overscheduled, and my children were too. And every week was just a frantic race to get through everything we had signed up for and all of our obligations and, you know, make it to bed at a reasonable hour. So what I've discovered in the pandemic is that life is better when you have some time and space, and it's okay to just have a manageable set of obligations and goals and maybe I don't have to do everything all the time. Same goes for my kids too. So some time and space, that's been the silver lining. I would have to say that in July, August, and September, I spent a lot of time outside hiking and walking with friends. It was just great to connect with people. And I started doing a project for my church, renovating the thrift store. And so it was fun to be doing really project management and definitely a nice distraction. And most recently in October and November, in October, I was able to see my parents. They came down to visit. And I, you know, don't take that for granted at their age and during this pandemic. So it was wonderful to have them stay with us. They often stay in a hotel, but they stayed in our house, which gave us some nice quality time together. And my favorite part about this fall has been going for walks and smelling the smells of fall, the dirt and the leaves getting moldy and the pine needles. Just reminds me so much of New England. And lastly, Becky, this podcast has been just incredible and it has helped me look at my passions differently and helped me look at what I want to achieve in this world in a different way. And really, I think over the course of the last nine months, and especially listening to this podcast and a couple others, really has made me focus more on 
What's the impact I want to have in my world, whether that's my house, my community, or bigger? And I'm grateful for that. Unleash Your Soul Song is recorded and edited in 426 Studios, the music production company that I co-own. For more information about our music and our services, please visit www.four26studios.com. That's www.four26studios.com.